0: You are listening to Her Guided Evolution, a weekly podcast created to help Black mothers be consistent with their self-care and take daily action toward well-being. I'm your host, Shanice Jones Cameron, a mom of three, wife, and PhD student. I created the show to connect you with tools and resources to help you commit to a healthier lifestyle, manage stress, and prioritize your personal growth. Now, let's start the show. Welcome back to episode 11 of Her Guided Evolution, and for today's show notes, you can head over to herguidedevolution.com forward slash 11. So I just want to start out by saying thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you, and I'm so grateful that you are taking the time to spend some virtual time with me and sharing this virtual space with me. And I do want to encourage you, if you get something out of this show, please take a moment to leave a review on Apple Podcasts and please share this podcast with a friend. My main goal with this show and this podcast is to just help people by sharing my story, my knowledge, and I just want to inspire people to focus on ways that you can be grounded and have a sense of well-being no matter what's going on around you. And I know how much I rely on other people's content be it like YouTube videos, podcasts, books, but I rely on other people's content a lot to make me laugh, to distract me when I'm having a tough time, to show me that I'm not alone and just to relate. And this podcast and just Her Guided Evolution as like a broader digital platform is my contribution. So please take a moment to share the show with a friend and leave a review on Apple Podcasts just so more people can find the episodes. And I just really appreciate your support. <sighs> so today I am coming to you a little more real, a little more raw than usual. Just as a disclaimer at the beginning, I want to say that um, kind of trigger warning, I'm just going to be talking about mental health a little more explicitly. I encourage you, if you're having a tough time, to reach out to your therapist if you already have one to find therapy I am not a therapist or studying to be a therapist so I just encourage you to find a therapist and talk to someone if you are struggling in any way just want to start out with that and also to say that I may let a little bit of profanity slip out here and there like in my real life I kind of curse like a sailor (laughs) if I can say that. (laughs) I use profanity a lot in my real life, but I try and keep it cute on the podcast just because I know that a lot of you may be listening with your children. And I know as a mom how important it could be to have content that is like child appropriate to listen to. So I try to usually keep it cute, but just wanted to add a little bit of disclaimer. I may let a few choice words come out in the course of this episode, but I'll definitely be keeping it to a minimum, but I am showing up here a little more candid than I usually am. So let's just kind of keep that in mind as we proceed. So this episode is about caring for yourself after you've had a tough emotional week. So, I'll just come out and say, like, I had a rough week mentally. Um, Some stuff going on with me personally that just feels very overwhelming. I've spent each day, like, just doing the bare minimum because anxiety and depression were pretty awful for me this week. I'll say out of the past seven days, I probably had one day where my mood wasn't, like, absolute trash and... It's now Sunday, and my husband and I, we don't have childcare on the weekend, so we just kind of split the day. He's kind of taken a lot of the childcare responsibilities just because the semester's in, and I have so much work to do, Um, but I'm just thinking about yesterday, and this morning I had the kids, and yesterday, it was just a turn-on Daniel Tiger kind of day and just let it rock. Um, The stress of this week was just kind of weighing on me, and... Yesterday, my two-year-old girl twin, my spirited child, as I often refer to her as, you know, she was on 10 for, you know, pretty much all day yesterday. Like, she actually bit my four-year-old so hard, and I just felt terrible about it. My four-year-old was, like, crying and screaming. She had a bite mark on her arm. And it's just when you have twin toddlers like it's one thing to have a toddler it's another thing to have twin toddlers and it's another thing to have twin toddlers who are very spirited so like someone is typically and I think I've mentioned this before the constant screaming and tantrums it's just a lot of stress It's just a lot of stress. I'm not even gonna lie to you. It is a lot of stress. And this morning, I had my kids and they were doing a lot as usual. And on top of everything else with this week, I have just been feeling pretty defeated. Like most mornings this week, I just wanted to lay in bed. And I woke up and just felt like I was walking into like this dark cloud and all the anxiety and negative thoughts from the previous day just kind of like slapped me in the face as soon as I opened my eyes. I feel like you you may be able to relate to some of this, but I had a lot to do as usual. And those feelings were just overwhelming. And when you're in grad school and when you have a mom, when you're a mom as well, like I am, I have to be a self-starter I have to get my work done. Like somehow, like I dug really deep and I was able to get everything done that I had intended to get done this week because it's like I kind of have to show up and show up for my life no matter how I'm feeling. And I'm grateful that even though I have these struggles that I'm still able to most of the time kind of maneuver and work past those. So I I do remain like gracious and trying to be compassionate with myself and acknowledging that even despite my emotional struggles, I still showed up and I still was able to take care of my kids, work on my research and stuff for class and my teaching. So just recognizing that I'm moving forward despite these feelings. But I think a lot of people may not realize that the struggle with like emotional pain and anxiety and depression, like it could be very debilitating and scary. And if you have any of these struggles, I just want to just validate you in this moment and hold space for you in this moment and just tell you that you're just not alone. So having to motivate myself despite really struggling and you having to motivate yourself despite really struggling like that takes a lot of mind over matter and really just being your own cheerleader even when you just want to say you know what just f it like I don't want to do any of this stuff so I mean shout out to you if that's been you lately I spent multiple days this week crying and not feeling like myself and recognizing that my thoughts were causing my feelings this week, I that still was just not something that I found helpful in the way that I often find it helpful. And I just remember at certain points during this week, just not even wanting to feel better. And what I mean by that, like not wanting to feel better, is I just wanted to stay in like this terrible mood because. I didn't have the mental energy or the capacity to do anything about it. So my response a lot of times when I'm not feeling great is to throw myself into work and to just distract myself with all the things that I have to do. And it's a lot. But now I'm at more of a place where I'm just tired of feeling this way. I am trying to gain some measure of control over my mind. I'm just, I'm just tired of feeling this way. And I'm usually a very private person. I try to be the person who looks like they have it all together regardless. But I'm telling you this and I'm sharing this because I want you to know that it's okay to not be okay. You're not alone. If you're someone like me who was struggling with your emotions before the events of 2020, I see you because now even more than normal circumstances is just trash. Like, it really is. So I just want to spend this episode giving you a few reminders on how you might care for yourself when your emotions were really tough during the week. And even if you've heard a lot of this before, I hope you'll get something out of this episode. Even if it's just a feeling that someone gets it and you can put one foot in front of the other and carry on. I just come here a little more candid than usual and just sharing a little bit of what my week was like in hopes that it can give you some measure of comfort or relief to know that a lot of us are struggling right now and it's okay. So one of the things that I have been kind of sitting with this week and reminding myself of is that it's okay to let yourself feel your feelings and they are temporary. Your feelings are temporary. Like I said, there were some points this week where I didn't even want to feel better. I just felt so defeated and so down. And I'm not in a great place right now, but I'm not at my lowest point either. So take this as a reminder that your feelings are temporary. You won't be at your lowest point all the time. The feelings will pass. And I know this could be really hard to do like allowing yourself to feel your feelings, but feelings are temporary. They won't, the hardest and lowest point of your feelings won't last. So this morning, like I said, I spent a lot of the morning with my kids and my two year old girl twin, my spirited child, whom I love so much. She spent like, no lie. She spent like two hours, almost nonstop screaming at the top of her lungs. And having a tantrum, kicking on the floor. She tried to bite me at one point. And she, it was really no reason for her to be doing this. I think she wanted a snack, but she had just ate breakfast like an hour before this. I spent like a while, like making two batches of vegan pancakes for them and gave them strawberries on the side. So I don't even think she was actually hungry, but she just doesn't like hearing no. And she, I think she wanted a snack. And like I said, I was already feeling really raw and stressed and she was doing all this and I just wasn't even freaking out. I honestly just kind of sucked, sunk down in those terrible feelings of frustration and just kind of let her do her thing. I kept saying like, are you okay? What do you need? Use your words. And she just wanted to scream. And I just resigned. And sometimes resignation is the best thing that you can do in the moment. Sometimes you just have to ride Out those feelings you won't always have the energy to fake the positivity or try to convince yourself that you're okay have yourself a good cry like I can't count the number of times I cry this week normally I would be beating myself up for having so-called meltdowns but I was pretty much like forget that this is where I am right now whatever I'm just just kind of resigning to feeling like this and feeling my feelings And I just want to encourage you to let the wave of negative feelings come in, let them crash, and just let them subside because it will pass. And so the next thing I want to offer here if you are trying to care for yourself after an emotionally draining week is to reach out for support. Now, I'm someone who tends to suffer in silence and shut everyone out when I'm struggling. So I know this might be hard for you. But first and foremost, like I said at the beginning of this episode, I recommend therapy. I do teletherapy every week. And I even reached out to my therapist between sessions this week, which I don't normally do ever in my mind. I'm just like, she got other stuff to do rather than sitting here listening to me. So (laughs) it was big for me. Like it was big for me to reach out to my therapist in between sessions. But this week was one of those weeks. It was like the first time I had reached out to the therapist that I'm working with now, like in between sessions, because it was just rough. And so it kind of helped me to just kind of make it through because this week was rough. I even called my mom and Once again, I usually try not to like bother her because I don't want her to worry about me. I know everybody else has their own struggles that they're dealing with, especially because it's 2020 and 2020 is pretty much just, you know, 2020 is 2020. So I don't like reaching out, but I called my mom. I admitted I was struggling she threatened to show up at my door <laughs> and y'all know I don't play about social distancing right now. So I convinced her not to come and I promised that we'll do a social distancing visit in a few weeks, but I'm so glad that she was there for me. And when your brain, when your anxiety, when your depression is telling you that you don't matter and you're alone and just having someone to remind you that that's a lie and your love that can just make a huge difference. And I told my best friend Like, earlier this week, I told her that I didn't really want to do our weekly talk this week. Like, our kind of best friend appointment is on, like, Fridays. And I told her, I was like, girl, I don't want to bring you down. Not having the best week. I will just talk to you later. Hope you're doing well. you know, I just didn't want to bring her down. I, I just have this thing about just not wanting to add anything on top of what anybody else is going through. And she kind of gave me my space, but yesterday, like, she showed up at my house and did a social distance visit with me for, like, 30 minutes, and, like, I cried. I'm actually trying not to cry now, and I know I probably was goofy as hell standing outside with my mask on while my best friend was sitting in the car six feet away. We were both wearing masks, and I'm, like, just sitting outside my house, like, tearing up and wiping my eyes, and it really made all the difference because this week was really a battle with my emotions. So I just encourage you just reach out to people. Like if you're struggling and your brain may tell you that you're a burden and you might not want to disclose how much you're struggling, but isolating yourself is only going to like push you deeper into that downward spiral. And I recognize that I'm very fortunate to have the support system that I, that I have, even though like, Oftentimes I don't want to lean into my support systems, but even if you don't have supportive people in your life in the same way, or you may not think you have supportive people in, in your life in the same way, listen to an audio book or a podcast that will just drown out that negative voice that's telling you that you don't matter and things won't get better because they will. And like I said before, your feelings, they will pass. And so, something else that I want to offer while you are trying to care for yourself after a tough emotional week is to reconnect to your spirituality. And this was one of those weeks that I really needed to believe in, like, my bigger purpose and just connect to my spirituality. So I was raised Christian, but I'm not particularly religious anymore. But I'm spiritual. I pray. And I found myself praying more this week, listening to gospel music. I had my little Kirk Franklin playing. And I just needed to connect to my faith because my thoughts were just not serving me I just kind of had like the negative thoughts on repeat and just it was a lot so I was listening to meditation from the mat because oftentimes when I am struggling I will go back to my resources I've said this in previous episodes like have yourself like a bunch of resources that you can refer to kind of your go-tos when you know the issue is just kind of rough so I was listening to Meditations from the Mat this week, one of my favorite audiobooks, personal growth books. And I think I mentioned it the last couple episodes because, like I said, I listen to like personal growth books and kind of focus on spirituality when things feel really uncertain and overwhelming, and that's kind of how I've been feeling lately. But there's this one part where he says that someone told him, the author says that someone told him, Act like you trust your God. And that just hit me because I'm like, if you are religious or if you're spiritual, letting go and trust in that higher power that tells you that you have hope and a future can just be everything. Like, it's easy to trust God or the universe or whatever supreme being that you do believe in if you believe. It's easy to trust when things are going well, and it's a lot harder to surrender and trust when you're at a low point. And these are the times where I think it could be helpful to just go even harder with your religion if you are religious or spiritual. So thinking about some action steps and how you can make this very actionable, read your Bible or whatever holy book you follow. Go back to those Bible verses that you might've heard in church on Sunday when you were a kid that you can look at with fresh eyes and, Here with fresh ears that may hit you differently when you're going through a tough time. Find some Instagram pages that talk about spirituality and faith. Join a Facebook group about spirituality. If you need to believe in something bigger than yourself or connect to your deeper purpose, that can be one thing that reminds you that you are enough. You can weather this emotional storm. and can just give you hope in a way that having those negative thoughts on repeat just makes it seem so impossible to move forward. So the last thing that I want to share and encourage you to do, if you are trying to care for yourself after a tough emotional week is to recommit to your healing. And I know this could be really hard. Um, my therapist sent me a worksheet like back in July and it is now September. Um <laughs> And I hadn't done it. (laughs) And it was one of those worksheets that targets anxiety and just kind of helps you reflect on how anxiety shows up in your life and the behaviors that go along with your anxiety and the thoughts that accompany it. And she also recommended some books and some worksheets that I have been reading more lately. And I have just made a new commitment to work on myself. So just kind of sitting with this idea, just knowing that worrying doesn't do any good and pain is mandatory, but the extra suffering that comes along with getting caught up in your head is completely unnecessary and optional. That has just given me a renewed interest in accessing the books and the podcasts that have helped me in the past and helped me find new ones that speak to where I am currently right now. And I think that is part of self-care and that's part of this path of healing. Healing is hard work. Healing is hard work and it takes effort. And sometimes you won't have the energy or even the interest to entertain like doing better or healing. But when you're ready, like confronting your fears and your anxiety and doing what's in your power to lift your mood... I think that's where the healing begins. So access those resources, go back to the resources and those self-care practices that have maybe helped you before. Try some new ones like writing your journal and just be really clear that this is the very second that you are going to dig deep and hold space for that part of yourself that does not want to feel this way. And recognize that this is an ongoing journey. If you had asked me on Thursday if I wanted to recommit to my healing and if I wanted to do some worksheets working on my mental health, it just would have been a hard no. It would have been a hard no. It would have been a no. (laughs) I was in a lay in the bed and cry kind of mood for a lot of this week. But here I am on Sunday and like I said, I don't feel great. But I spent 10 minutes reading a book about anxiety this morning when I was laying in bed right before I got my kids up. And it's those little steps toward growth and the small piece of hope that you can move forward toward healing that can really keep you going. So I just want to encourage you if you've had a tough week, maybe try and find that little part of yourself that just wants to feel better and believes that you can feel better. So for this week's introspection segment, I don't really have a lot of a introspection to offer because I feel like in some ways this whole episode was kind of an introspection. So I won't go too deep into anything, but I just want to share a few things. Like Things are rough right now in the world. Like It's just trash. Um, but I just want to say be compassionate with other people. I think everybody's kind of just trying to make sense of whatever this flaming, (laughs) this flaming, overwhelming, scary, uncertain situation is. Like, be kind to yourself. Like, love on your kids and stay in the moment. I heard on one of the podcasts I was listening to, like, it just was a reminder that a lot of times you could be so worried about the next moment or thinking about the past that you miss out on the beautiful moments that are right in front of you. I've been trying to make a point to like hold my daughter, like my spirited two-year-old in particular, who God knows she stresses me out so badly a lot of times. But I've been trying to like really hold onto those moments where she just wants to hug me and just like lay on my chest and that's my baby and I love her. So like, I've just been trying to like stay in those moments and recognize like, These are moments that I want to be fully present for holding like my other kids, my four year old, my two year old boy twin, like just these are the moments that I want to be present for. Like we went out and just kind of as a family with my husband, like we went out and we ran around in the grass and we were doing cartwheels and just trying to enjoy those moments that can really slip away from you when You've kind of got this negative mindset kind of on repeat that's hard to drown out. So just remembering those moments that are right in front of you. Just rem- remembering that worry doesn't serve you. It steals your joy. Like depression is a liar. Anxiety is lying to you all the time. And just try to connect with that part of yourself that knows how to distinguish between who you really are and your anxiety or your depression that maybe's talking to you. And I'm also going to leave some mental health resources in the show notes. Once again, just want to encourage you to reach out to a therapist if you don't already have one. And reach out to your existing therapist if you do have one. These are tough times. And just remember, you are not alone. Even if it feels like you are, you are not alone. So that's all for this week. Take care and be well. Thanks so much for listening to Her Guided Evolution. Don't forget to grab my free daily self-care plan, a guide that outlines exactly what you can do in the morning, afternoon, and evening to support your well-being. You can grab the guide at herguidedevolution.com forward slash plan. Once you sign up, I'll also send you free weekly emails to help you stay inspired and motivated on your well-being journey. Take care, and I'll talk to you next week.